Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. This is Cruise Control, Control. your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Industry news will fix or repair your car on the air. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Your ride is about to begin because you're on Cruise Cruise Control. And... You are on Cruise Control, and coincidentally, so are we. I'm Les Jackson. That other guy is Fred Staub. This is Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. We, as usual, uh, have plenty of uh, information coming from the auto industry, as we have done every week for decades. Um, It keeps getting different. It just... It, this is a whole new age going on, wouldn't you say, Fred? Yeah, absolutely, Les. Uh, I mean, it is changing constantly. You think back to maybe 10 years ago, what we used to talk about, horsepower and the return of performance. Yep. Now it's all about EVs and sustainability and a lot of tech. And we're going to get started this hour with a story that actually has a question that one executive is asking, are electric vehicles pricing many out of the new car market? You and I have talked about this, and it might mean that you really can't buy a new car. You might be leasing your next car, and, and like a almost like a giant cell phone, basically. Yeah, actually, a cell phone with four wheels. Yeah. Um, yeah, and over at VW, they've revealed the Aero sedan, which is a really handsome, uh, kind of a dramatic sedan. And it's a sedan. It's a, you know. (laughs) You say that again. It's it's like a car. Yeah, with four doors. And apparently every new electric car needs a fancy lighting package. That's what I'm seeing here, right? Um, And big news, actually, one manufacturer may, may, no official word about it, but may be getting out of the big pickup truck business, the full-size pickup truck business. No, it's not Ford. It's not Ford. Oh, I guarantee you it's not Ford. (laughs) (laughs) That that day will never happen. Uh, But we'll tell you who it is. And Jeep releases their Freedom Package. They always have interesting packages. Um, yeah, keeps the on, keep, on all keeps their the models. Yeah, absolutely, and we'll tell you what what that's involved with that. And there's some give back as well. And then, uh, case of bad timing, California had a increase in their gas tax that was passed five years ago. Well, guess it's now time to enact it, and they enacted it this weekend uh, or right before this weekend. And then also Tesla is giving away supercharging free for the next five days in five states. They say that's going to create a little bit of a, they don't yeah. say it, but officials say that's going to create a little bit of a traffic jam, right? Well, yes. Um, <laughs> but but something 
amusing will happen, and we'll tell you about it when we find out about it. I also have a review of the Nissan Sentra Midnight Edition, so stay tuned to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. We will be right back. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson. You are riding with us, and we're taking you on a ride around the automotive industry, discussing all kinds of things, new reveals, new technology, uh, at-the-wheel reviews, things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, interesting this week, Stellantis executives say that... Uh, the price of electric cars, and you and I have been talking about this. An affordable electric car is now forty five thousand dollars. Yeah, forty five and up, and up, and then with dealers taking markups, huge market adjustments, this can push it even further. Uh, so the Stellantis old Citron has uh, executives have saying it's a real threat to ownership of new vehicles. It's getting to the point where people can't afford them anymore. Uh, he said uh, the entry-level base price uh, of a gas-powered vehicle uh, in uh, is around $23,000, something like that. But the electric power vehicle is $36,800. Um, and he feels that if they don't change this, people are just not going to buy new vehicles. It will only be expensive vehicles. Uh, and he's frankly worried about it. Now, you and I have talked about this, and VW actually said they could get by with selling uh, less cars at higher prices. So the question is, what does everyone else do? Do they just buy used cars? There won't be a lot of electric new vehicles out right away, used vehicles. Um, and, you know, do or do they just lease? Or do they not have a car at all? Well, um, I, I think we can safely say that at this stage of the game, the the actual car buying experience for the individual is going to change dramatically. Yeah. Um, and, and I can't predict the future, but it, it's um, we've reached a sort of the sort of this peak um, and it's going to fall on the other side um, to some process that that isn't what we've been doing for a hundred years okay um, and I think you're right I, I think mostly people are going to rent their their cars yeah. not even I, I'm not using the word lease I'm using the word rent. Well, maybe the way they do it is they keep vehicles that have a 200-mile range less expensive, and manufacturers will almost have to lose money on them. But yeah, for now. But maybe that car comes with some kind of deal of when you want to take a longer trip, you can, you know, get into a larger vehicle temporarily. Uh, the other thing is make it cheaper, dealers go away. Dealers go away yeah. and go uh, away, and you buy directly. I think that I think that could happen. I really do. 
Uh, I think it's it's I, going to happen. Let's see your lobbyists. I don't know. I think manufacturers have bigger lobbyists. Am I right or wrong? Manufacturers have bigger lobbies. The uh, the dealer has always been kind of the uh, the necessary evil. Well, um, you know, you in business, you want to control your own destiny. So you don't want to build yeah. something and then, uh, you know, someone just marks it up or, or take it in to get serviced and maybe it's not the best experience or they add on a lot of crap to the vehicle and they mess the paint up uh, or anything like that, you know? So yeah. I think also, they want to control their own destiny and... I want how much could you save if you cut out the dealers per car? Five thousand dollars? I think a good five thousand. Uh, I think that's a very conservative estimate. And mm-hmm. by the way, look what all of this these changes are doing to the used car market. Oh yeah. Um, right. You know, what about buying used electric cars? You saw a few years ago before COVID, if you wanted a used Fiat electric. Uh, they were going for eight thousand dollars. Yeah, I don't know what they're going for now. And that was a that was a compliance car, which was a sub one hundred mile range car. But but in my other scenario, that might be fine for everyday use around town as your second vehicle. Yeah. yeah. And then if you want to travel, you rent it. You fly somewhere. You rent a vehicle. Um, yep. Maybe that. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's more than likely a combination of things, you know, and I think there will be with economy of scale, less expensive electric vehicles. Will it, will we see things like the Hyundai Accent for $16,000? I don't think so. I think the average price will probably be um, around 40, 40, 45,000. I think so. Yeah. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about VW revealing its Aero sedan. Very slick looking vehicle. We'll talk about it. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control. Fred and I were running through the car market of now and the future, but let's talk about <laughs> something you can buy right now. Uh, that's really cool. Volkswagen uh, has revealed the Aero sedan. You might not be able to buy it right now. No, but, but you can you can look you can at drool it. over it. Um, <laughs> you can look at it because it's really nice. <laughs> yeah. And and I keep when I, when I see Aero, I keep thinking of the Volkswagen Eos. Oh yeah, which was a great little folding top. Yeah, hard what top. A neat folding car. Hard top. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that hasn't um, been made in years. No, about about fifteen years. You know? I I had a friend with a very small garage, and she's like, I can't fit any car in there, and uh, EOS would fit in. And I said, that's it was almost an impossible garage to drive into. Hmm. But uh, anyway, that's just the side point. Let's talk yeah. about the ID Arrow. That's right. The Arrow is cool. A fully electric four door production model will be offered. In the future, in, in the premium midsize segment, very slick-looking vehicle, uh, and it it is uh, well. They all here. I'll just read this because I love these review these yeah. things. It's read a car marketing. with an <laughs> with an emotional and at the same time extremely aerodynamic design. 
Well, it took the words right out of my mouth. So 385 mile range. That's on the that's world LTP. The, the, you know, that might be a little bit different compared to the EPA. Coefficient of drag 0.23, which is pretty good. I mean, we, we saw the Hyundai Ionic 6, which will have a 0.21, but we're kind of splitting hairs. But once again, look, it's got that design, that semi-circle design on the top. It's a design that we're going to be seeing a lot more of, you know, uh, it, it's sort of that, that as I call it, the bicycle racer helmet style. Um, mm. And door handles are now all recessed. That is the thing of with electric cars, they are recessed, aren't they? To get Absolutely. Um, good looking sedan. Definitely has some of the ID4 in it for sure. It's going to go into production in... Uh, China first would be available. Uh, 22 inch two tone wheels. You notice if you wanted to be super aerodynamic, you would put skirts on the back, but no one's done that yet, have they? Not since the original uh, Honda Insight. Yeah. Um, I guess the wheels they feel are very important to a vehicle, and, and you don't want to make it too, that might be going a step too far. Um, but, uh, also, light shows. Light shows are very important. Every you got to have that. That's that's all show. the techie aspect. Yeah, the light the lights just can't come on. It can't just be two tail lights, and and the logo has to be lit up, and there has to be animated mm -hmm. lights. Light show. Um, you know that's nice. Uh, I'm 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 never a fan of like you know a lot of the cars we drive. They they have that little chime at the end, or that little that little sort of bit of music that plays i'm not a fan of that i don't need that that's i'll tell you i don't mind that what i mind is uh when when you hit the lock on the remote uh the horn beeps that's that's too loud okay i don't maybe, want the horn to be maybe it should play the chime outside then you know play the chime bum, bum, outside bum, no bum. i i do like the uh the the uh, Batman uh, image on the ground when you open the doors of some of these cars. Puddle lights. Puddle uh, lights. Pu puddle lights. And, and I mean, they don't have Batman, but they, <laughs> they, the name <laughs> of the car, the name of the model. Yeah. Uh, they're really nice. And, and, you know, you can, it, 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 it uh, illuminates your, your actual, where you're standing. Yeah, no, I think that's good, especially if you drop your keys or something like that and it's nighttime. Yeah, yeah, yeah good idea. Good idea. Well, that is the VW Aero. That's what we know about it. We know a little bit about the range. We know a little bit about the design. Um, it will be coming to Europe and North America. China first, 22-inch two-tone wheels it's going to roll on, and it's going to be a slick addition to the VW lineup. Let's talk about this one. Now, we don't know about this for sure. This is an article uh, that uh, we'll just say this. It was a source speaking directly to Automotive News, and this article was published by CarBuzz. Um, there's no plan to update the Nissan Titan, and it may not go beyond the 2024 model year, and Nissan may be getting out of the big pickup truck market. What do you think of that, Les? Well, 
<laughs> I, I'm not quite sure. I believe it, although it probably is true. But what do they do about the Armada? Uh, that's a great question. That was not brought up in this article. Um, just to give you some sales numbers, though. Uh, in 2017, Nissan sold 52,924 of Titans. In 2021, they sold 27,000. Ooh. Ooh. Now, you remember, they had a nice five-liter Cummins diesel. They dropped mm -hmm. that a number of years ago. You get one engine, I believe. I believe it's the – I might be wrong about this. I think it's the 5.6-liter uh, V8. Um, now, for their part – Nissan's Brian Brockman had this to say. He said the Titan remains in the Nissan's truck lineup for the 2022 model year and beyond because the model might stay till 2024. The production run, you know, you have to parse these things out, don't you? Right. Because he's saying it's true. It's available in 2022 and beyond, which would mean, let's say, to the 2024 model year. He added, Titan is an important part of the Nissan showroom. Hmm. Um, let's think about this. You know, at Nissan, they're going to be developing electric vehicles. They may not have it in their, in their ability or price range to develop, let's say, a Ford Lightning or a Silverado EV or a Ram EV. We haven't seen the Ram EV yet. So... Um, they just may not have the money to play in the big pickup truck market in an electrified fashion. I mean, they probably, uh, you said about the Armada, the Armada, who knows? I mean, that's a very popular model around, around the world. Maybe, um, maybe I, maybe. I have, uh, I have some figures on the Armada. Okay. Uh, the, <laughs> This is not good. Um, they in in this year in July, in June they sold nine hundred and fifty three. Wow. Um, now in June a year ago they sold two thousand four hundred and sixty four. Okay, so sliding a bit. It's uh, a bit, and in twenty eighteen they sold five thousand four hundred. So uh, obviously. They're not selling Armadas. Yeah. So it's a popular it. model in Saudi Arabia. I know it's a popular model um, around the world, but that's not to say they'll keep selling it and they may not have money to electrify it and yeah. design it. Um, and, you know, it's body on frame. It's a, a V8. It's, it's old school. Not that people, not that there's anything wrong with that, but, you know, I think they just may not, they may not be able to play in that space anymore. Well, I don't know. I mean, if there's, you know, it will be at least around to 2024. Right. If you want one. Right. But, you know, you can see where they can't make a business plan case for continuing the Armada and the Titan. Maybe they'll just do like they did with the Frontier and they just keep around. The same thing around. Same one. Just keep yeah, it around. It's like, hey, we put a new interior in and we've updated the Apple CarPlay. So Yeah. I mean, they uh, did that for well, a long time with the Frontier, which they just cleaned up and, uh, you know, revealed and brought out a new one. Who knows? 
Hey, when we come back, we're going to tell you about the Jeep Freedom Package. What's involved with that? Uh, California getting more expensive on gas. And I'll have a review of the Nissan Sentra. So stay tuned to Cruise Control. We are live every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Fred Staub and Les Jackson, we are uh, <laughs> glad to be with you, taking you on a ride around the automotive industry. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. We'll link over to our Facebook page or Cruise Control uh, radio Facebook page. We got some great footage up there of the record uh, making McMurtry Automotive's Spear- Spearling, uh, <laughs> which is an electric vehicle, broke the record for hill climb. It is a very unique vehicle. It is a one seat vehicle, kind of stubby looking. It looks like an old uh, TVR Griffith. And it has a very unique system, Les Jackson, uh, with these big fans that basically suck it down to the ground and make it give it incredible downforce. By the way, just to give you a size of this thing, it is 16 inches shorter than a Mazda Miata and an inch narrower. Wow. Uh, and this, this thing, thing is small flies. It, it flies. I was six inches lower than a Miata. My gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would have to be low if you're going to seal it to the ground. Um, they are going to make a road-going version of this, which uh, what's interesting about those fans, they create 120 decibel of noise. And if you look at our Cruise Control r- Radio Facebook page, you'll hear this thing. It sounds sort of like a rocket or maybe a jet plane flying around. Um, it has a thousand horsepower electric motors. That's an hundred. It can go up to 150 miles an hour, and a peak cornering force of three G's. Hmm. Wow! And it weighs under 2,240 pounds. Now that's the that's the road going one, and we'll have a range of 300 miles in the. European cycle. Those fans, by the way, will be geo-fenced. So if you're not at a track, you won't be able to turn them on. Because um, it blows dust around out the I hope. I hope if this is, if they allow us to drive one of these, that it's equipped with a barf bag. <laughs> because and you're going to need one. Suit. It's going to need a pressure Going to need suit. one. Yeah. Um, imagine this thing autocrossing. Oh man, it'd be crazy. It just, yeah, <laughs> you could it just would never be, lift. You just go it at would full be like, speed. Yeah, it would be like a tarantula doing an autocross. Yeah, uh, I, I imagine that. I know someone has tried that with a Corvette, and maybe it was one of the magazines for autocrossing. Where I think they used a bunch of shop vacs or something like that to try yeah. to vacuum it to the ground um, with mixed results. But it sounds like. They've really, really done this. And there's going to be a smaller one person. He's keeping it at one-person cars. There's going to be a smaller one. Uh, imagine commuting in this thing, though. I mean, oh, no way. <laughs> no. no. I mean, 
What do you do if you hit a pothole? I, I don't know. I, I guess you, you're sucked into it and you, <laughs> well, you wouldn't have the fans on, but no, uh, no. the road car, this will, this will give you thought though. This will give you pause. The road car will cost seven figures in pounds sterling, meaning a le- at least one point, uh, 1.5. 1.5. million, actually, they're saying mm. at, at the exchange rate. Uh, but uh, interesting stuff. Will we see less, you know, lower performing versions of cars like this, electric cars? Oh, maybe, I think we will. Maybe we will see commuter cars with one person, you know, minus the minus the fans and all that other stuff. But even an electric car when a chassis like that, um, that small with just, you know, without the fans and all that, even if it had 500 horsepower, it would be crazy, wouldn't it? It would be terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it's the new but Ariel fun. Adam. The new, that's what it is. The, it's the new, the new Ariel, Ariel Adam. Which Ariel Adam was an Acura powered frame, tube frame, basically. Yeah. And they had it on uh, Top Gear back in the old days and no windshield. You just set out in the open to look like just the frame yeah. of a race car. Weighs about 900 pounds. Yeah. So that this is the new version of that, basically. That's what I mm. call it. And uh, we'll see if we hear more about this McMurtry automotive Spreerling version. That uh, means thunderstorm. Um, and that might be a thunderstorm going on in your head after you, <laughs> after you drive that one. So let's talk about um, let's talk about Jeep and a special edition. Special editions always do really well. And uh, this Jeep Freedom Package is available on both the Gladiator and the Wrangler. It is a military-themed exterior and interior design cues. Includes an Oscar Mike badge as well as an American flag decal. Winch-capable steel front bumper and steel rock rails. That front bumper is what you normally find on the Rubicon. I always thought it was a nice upgrade to have a metal bumper on the front, steel bumper. And Jeep, uh, the Jeep brand will make a $250 donation to military charities with every Gladiator and Wrangler Freedom Edition sold. And uh, you can order them now. 2023 Freedom Special Editions are available this month. So only this July for a limited time. Uh, Pretty cool stuff, Fred. It's cool. Uh, Are all of them in white? Uh, let's see. I have to look at that. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Bo- body color steel van, all active and recently retired service members qualify for 500 off on this vehicle. You know, I don't know. We only have one photo of it and they're all kind of a white or silver. I have a feeling maybe they are. Yeah. So cool stuff. Special editions. Uh, I think, uh, Stellantis, all their brands do a great job with that. Rams, and they do and jeep and of course the other brand that does a great job with that is ford with their mustangs they're always coming out with a different version of the mustang sometimes it's just appearance but you know hey it's it's cool to keep people interested and excited about it right absolutely you know when you've got loyal following you want to keep them okay well Here's an interesting story, and it's a case of bad timing, and it involves California raising the gas tax. Um, 
And they're raising it, of course, right at one of the busiest travel times. This law was voted in, uh, I believe, five years ago. But the way it worked out, I guess it, I guess it took five years for it to be um, brought into play. But uh, it is coming in at possibly the worst time it could, right, for fuel costs. Yeah. Well, yeah, just pretty terrible yeah. timing. Yeah, pretty timing, terrible timing. Um, and uh, it just, it's just, uh, let's see, their California gas tax is the second highest in the nation now at at uh, almost uh, slightly over 51 cents per gallon, trailing over, weirdly, Pennsylvania, which is interesting. Yeah, considering Pennsylvania uh, is an oil-producing state. Yeah, that, that's... Uh, I would anyway. have said I would have said New York or maybe Delaware or something like that, but it's interesting. Um, so uh, th- this is going to amount to about three more cents a gallon, which is not huge, but it is huge if you're paying six dollars or more a gallon for gasoline. So it's just a weird time for it to yeah. come in, but it's just the, the way it happened, you know. Although that's kind of weird to have a a tax, and you know it's going to come in in five years. Like it just seems like well, a long time yes, but you know, once asked. they write the law, then you have to unwrite. Yeah, the exactly. law. Um, now here, uh, I'm right now. I'm paying for regular about four seventy, four seventy five. Yeah, it was up as high as five oh five here, but it's come down a little bit, like you said. Um. Now, another interesting scenario for this weekend is um, Tesla is making uh, supercharging free. Well, I thought it was free for certain owners, right? Or did they take did that too. away? I thought if you bought it, you got it free for yeah for the life of the car. Um, but they're making it free in five states. And... Tesla offers free superchargers in California, was one of them, from July 1st to 4th. And and then there are, uh, I think, five other states. But people are concerned it's going to create a nightmare of people lining up to charge their vehicles. What do you think? I think it'll create a nightmare for people <laughs> charging their vehicles. And I think there will be... <laughs> Shove, shoving and fisticuffs. yelling fisticuffs yeah. possible fisticuffs alright well we will report on that next week on cruise control we'll see what the fallout <laughs> is but in the meantime when we come back I'm going to review the Nissan Sentra so stay tuned for that the Sentra SR coming up on cruise control Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson. We are glad you're along for the ride. Don't forget uh, to check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Our Facebook page, Cruise Control Radio Facebook page, our YouTube page, all that and more. Plenty going on at all of those locations. 
One of the things we like to do are review vehicles, and uh, this week it is the Nissan Sentra SR. I've got an at-the-wheel review of that vehicle. If you're looking for something that's less than $30,000, gets good fuel economy, and has some nice style, well, the Sentra might be for you. Yes, Les Jackson, it is a sedan. It is not a crossover. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, for 2022, uh, they've added a couple of packages. This uh, is the um, midnight edition of the vehicle, and that includes blacked out wheels, blacked out uh, trim. And uh, what's nice about this model is it has a two-tone, and I think uh, Nissan has gone a long way at making two-tone cool once again. It's sort of a trend they brought in, and I like it. It looked great, the uh, the black with the silver and the black alloy wheels. The black alloy wheels are part of that Midnight Edition package. So let's get into it. This is powered by a four-cylinder, 149 horsepower, 146 pound-feet of torque vehicle. Power flows through the Xtronic um, uh, CVT transmission. On the inside, really nicely equipped leather seats with some kind of reddish-orange stitching. The dashboard is dominated by the big three air conditioning vents, which is a nice touch. And as always, with a lot of Nissan vehicles, the switch gear and displays are really nice. It has Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, and uh, volume and tuning knobs, Les Jackson. That's one of my favorite uh-huh. things. You know, it doesn't sound like a big thing, but it is a big thing. No, it is a big thing. Quality interior in this vehicle. Uh, nice leather seats. I mean, the the door cards were a little plain, but that's okay. Outback, uh, good rear headroom, good rear visibility, good rear legroom. Although passengers will have to fight over one of those USB outlets. In the back, you got a nice trunk, which is nicely detailed and lined. Always nice to see. Up front, you've got that blacked-out logo, and there is the two-liter four-cylinder engine. No engine cover. It's a trend that we're seeing a lot more. I guess it's a cost-cutting or maybe it's a parts availability issue, but I'm seeing a lot more cars without the engine cover. It's just that piece of plastic that kind of helps cut down on noise and and uh, you know makes it uh, makes it look a little cleaner on the inside. Spoiler is part of that midnight package, which looks kind of cool. It's subtle but nice. Um, And then let's talk about mileage on this vehicle. 32 miles to the gallon. That's the combined number. 28 city, 37 highway. Really good numbers for the vehicle. Overall scores, five stars for crash score, uh, which is is really good. Now, another thing we should uh, tell you about is they always give you a lot of safety and security in uh, Nissan Sentras, including automatic emergency braking with uh, pedestrian detection, intelligent forward collision warning, rear automatic braking, blind spot warning, rear cross traffic alert. You know I love that, Les Jackson, rear cross traffic alert. You're you're backing out of a spot between two SUVs you can't see uh, around them because of uh, tinted windows or whatever, this will let you know if there's anything coming. So that that is great. Um, it has high beam assist, which is always nice, that automatic high beam. Uh, and I really couldn't say enough about the interior as far as the quality. I just thought the quality of parts and pieces they put in there and the feel of the knobs 
really, really good. Um, Seat-mounted rear outboard side impact supplemental airbags, of course, driver and passenger supplemental knee airbags. Knee airbags, you don't see them that often, I guess, Uh, but that helps it get this great crash rating. Um, It's got uh, the intelligent key. Nissan, I believe, was the first to have that intelligent key where you walk up and just push the button and and it opens up. Um, and, uh, the roof mounted curtain side impact air bags are all there. Very, very safe vehicle. Seven inch advanced driver assist display, uh, eight inch color touchscreen display, Apple CarPlay, Android auto, Sirius XM, Bluetooth hands-free sit, by the way, the, uh, Apple CarPlay and Android auto work great in this vehicle. Uh, six speaker stereo, which is not a, not a huge these days, but it sounded fine. Let's talk about the price. 22,100 is the base. And then two tone paint is a steal at $250 carpeted floor mats with trunk bat 205 lighting package. It had the external ground lighting, uh, and interior amber, uh, ambient lighting, which I liked door sill plates, $80 premium package included, the LED headlights, which of course is one of the reasons it gets a great safety reading, uh, um, safety rating. Primatex appointed seat trim, six-way power driver seat, and two-way power lumbar. Heated front seats, heated steering wheel. This did get the upgraded speak, uh, speakers. I apologize. The standard six. This has the eight-speaker Bose premium audio system. Uh, plus plus, <laughs> which is interesting. Um, hmm. Intelligent around view mirror uh, monitor, I should say, which is always something I like to see on the Nissans. Makes parking easy. Um, and and uh, sun visors with illuminated vanity mirrors. So all in, uh, that SR premium package was $690. Uh, destination charges are very affordable, $975 these days. Very affordable. Normally, it's over a thousand. Twenty-seven thousand two seventy was the total tab on this vehicle. Uh, overall, I like the way it drove. An interesting thing I found about it is I found that when you would hit a pothole with the rear suspension, it kind of would unload the car, uh, and it, the suspension was noisy. So you hear the suspension working as it goes over potholes and things like that. Uh, and it was noticeable. And, uh, you know, being that this is not an independent rear, uh, when that one rear, right rear tire would unload, you would feel it jostle the vehicle around. A little bit more noticeable than other vehicles, similar other vehicles that I drove. Um, but uh, overall, it had enough power. It uh, was economical, uh, 37 on the highway, and you could easily bet- better that. Um, and the interior was nice. So I give it high marks for that. Uh, it's one to check out if you're looking for a small sedan that's nicely equipped. That is not, you know, a small car that's missing a lot of things. So, um, could have done with a couple of more USB, uh, connection points, especially in the back. I would say I would have liked to have seen, uh, heating controls back there. Cause I think a lot of, a lot of people get used to that, but, uh, there was enough, room back there, a good leg room. So uh, overall, the Nissan Sentra 2.0 SR CVT, uh, kind of they've kind of done a, a nice job updating this. I believe they did the major update in 2020, 
and then they've done tweaks yeah. along the way uh, to keep this uh, keep this fresh. But uh, if you're looking for a small sedan, uh, this could be one to check out and add to the list. And do you like the subtle paint on it? The the kind of darker silver and the black, or would you like yeah, something I, a little I bit more of like, face? I like that, but I think I'd like a, a different body color with, say, a white top. Oh, that's interesting. I don't know what the if you can get a white top. I know you probably know. can get that orange with the black, which is a little too Halloween for me. That's, uh, that's a little too much for me. Yeah, but uh, but there you have it. The Nissan Sentra, uh, uh, affordable car as it goes these days, nicely equipped, all the safety, all the luxury features. Time for me to say I'm Fred Staub. I'm Les Jackson. We're going to see you down the road. All right. Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information.